Welcome to the Parent Trap Podcast, where we give you culturally relevant parenting advice. I am your host, Laria, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share our episodes with your other parent friends. And follow us on all social media at the Parent Trap Pod. And after you follow us, once you listen, share your testimony, share a review, tag us in it. Let us hear what you think about the podcast so far. So engage with us on all platforms. I need to get my engagement up too. So, But today we're starting a new series. This new series is titled Bad Parents of the Bible. Now, we're going to have a little fun with this, but we're going to be a little deep. This 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 series kind of scripture heavy. Uh, I mean, I'm going to talk about some Bible stories, but I'm going to paraphrase them. But for the next few weeks, we'll just be talking about people in the Bible who fell into the trap of parenting. All right. So our first bad parent of the Bible goes to the father of many nations, good old Abraham. Now, for those of you who didn't go to a Christian school or wasn't a church kid and don't know Abraham, y'all know we used to sing a little song, Father Abraham, how many sons and many sons have Father Abraham. But we we going to move on real quick because um, I'm going to make this quick for y'all. I know parents, you listening during your commute, during the kids' nap time, during soccer practice, don't know, but we're going to make it quick. But I'm going to give y'all a brief background on Abraham. So Abraham had a wife named Sarah and they were old and Sarah was barren and God had promised them and oh, they was already old when he made this promise. You know what I'm saying? Like they was old. They was already old. Um, and God had promised him that he was going to make him the father of many nations. He told him he'll have more descendants than stars to count in the sky. And he like, dang, we old. Like, that's what you want? Yeah. And, you know, like I said, they were already old when they were given that promise. But even in old age, Sarah, his wife, got impatient. And she was like, well, maybe God meant for you to have a baby with someone else. Like, let's get a surrogate looking. But let's let's have my maidservant, Hagar. You know, let me let you sleep with her and have a baby. And that can be ours. So, I'm just giving a little background why Sarah... While Hagar was pregnant, her and Sarah, you know, used to get into it. She's like, sis, got to go. She doing too much. And, you know, somehow she came back. The baby was born, whatever. Things were going okay. But then Sarah finally received God's promise of getting pregnant. And she got pregnant with Isaac. And when she had Isaac, she like, my son is not about to be heir with her son. They ain't living here with us. Kick, kick the maid out. So Hagar had Ishmael, which is the maidservant, and Sarah had Isaac. So, Abraham, he didn't really want to do it. He like, Sarah, you tripping? Mm, it's my son. You being weird. Baby mom, baby daddy stuff. Sound familiar? Cool. Um, But God told Abraham, like, listen to your wife. What? This is the plot twist right here. This is the meat of the story. This is the whole lesson that I'm, I'm going to come from this part. Sarah, like, they got to go. I'm not raising my child in the house with hers. Abraham didn't want to do it. He like, you tripping. But God said, listen to your wife. And he also told Abraham, I'm going to make your descendant Ishmael um, 
his own nation as well. And I got some stuff for him. I got some promises for him. I'm going to look out for dog. So the next morning, Abraham went on and packed them up and sent them on their way. Now, I want to go back to the meat, the lesson. Like this is what the Bible said. This ain't what Libya say. I was shocked when I heard it too. I was tripping. Um, I went to speak to some youth one time and the Lord was just telling me like they are rejected because they've been abandoned by both parents or one parent. But what they don't know is, you know, my hand is still in that. And he took me to this passage and I read it and I'm just like, wow, wow. So God told him, yeah, if your wife said put him out, put him out. So I just want to challenge you, like the abandonment you may be feeling in your life. Let's let's go here. Let's go two angles. First, let's talk about you and your parent. You may have had a parent that was not there, that walked away, that you feel abandoned you or was around and rejected you, whatever the case may be. But we're going to touch specifically on those parents that left. And although we know people have free will and people are disobedient and selfish, the Bible says all things work out for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And I just have faith to believe that everything that God does is good or everything he allows to happen is for our good. And you're like, mm, how do I find the good in that? Well, I don't know the reason your parent left, but we just going to go off of this theory right here. What if. God knew something you didn't know. And you would have been a worse in a worse predicament with that parent being in your life. Let's just touch base on the story real quick. We don't know what could have happened with Ishmael and Isaac if they were in a household together or even Sarah and Hagar or what type of trauma or what type of relationship issues would arose between them as parents or between the boys with them being in the house together. We don't know if Abraham would have been in a situation where he just, you know, got bitter towards one person or another and had to choose between his sons or you. We just don't know what would have happened. And the same as you, you don't know if that parent being in your life would have sowed some seeds into you that you that God didn't want in you. You don't know if that parent being around could have got you caught up in what they're caught up in. We don't know. And I believe that sometimes when things are ugly, sometimes when things look like they're hurting us, there's a blessing that we haven't seen yet. So I encourage you to just look past what the person did. And focus more on God's plan for your life, God's direction for your life. I'm sure some of y'all got some siblings, stepbrothers, or sisters that you look at and like, whew, thank, thank the Lord I didn't turn out like them. But that was because of whatever influences were on their life. And you're tripping off of that parent not being there all the time. But that parent probably would have been a negative influence on you too. And sometimes removal is not always the devil. Sometimes removal is in God's plan. You don't know what's on the other side. You don't know the uh, what how life would have been going in another direction. But what I do know is this. Let's go back to the text. Just paraphrasing the story. Um, when Hagar and Ishmael were out, yeah, Abraham gave them some stuff and sent them on their way. But when they went, when they ran out, 
hey guys, you know she got a little hasty. Like, Lord, what is happening? And she's crying out to God, pleading with him, like, I need you, I need you. But then Ishmael got in a desperate place where he cried out. And God showed up and provided. And God showed up and did some great things in her life. So two blessings came from this. One, Ishmael built his own relationship with God because he learned that he had to cry out. And two, they got to be fathered and provided for by the ultimate provider. What? Like, sometimes we're looking at the empty space of what walked out, but we don't realize what God has filled it with. We don't realize the blessing that has come into that space that has given us greater than the first thing ever could. And I'm in no means encouraging parents to walk out of their child's life. I'm in no way encouraging um, you to accept negative behavior, but I want you to count the blessing in it and heal and not let it make you bitter and upset for a lifetime. Move past what you think you should have gotten and embrace what you do have. So heal from whoever walked out of your life because God's plan for you is God's plan for you. And now let's take it to current day. If you're a parent and you're parenting alone or you are parenting at a distance with someone, look, ask God what is his blessing in it? What is his plan for that child? What is his plan for the relationship with that child and the other person? Because sometimes y'all chasing parents that are living a certain lifestyle or involved in certain things that you're mad because they're not around. But whole time, God is protecting your child from being caught up in that lifestyle. Some people are removed because whatever is generational going on in them, God don't want to hand it down to you. I'm going to take myself as an example. There were some people that were very... Toxic. I know we use that word a lot, but it's the only word I can find to use. But some people that were very toxic throughout my childhood, and when I became an adult, I made the decision to separate myself from them. And, you know, it worked out for the better in my life. And um, I just look at people no longer as their position or their status or their bloodline, but I look at them as what what God, what is the purpose you have for this person in my life? And is this person hindering my purpose? So yeah, co-parenting is tough. Parenting alone is tougher. I think they both equally tough, but you know, and sometimes we're too busy looking at the situation for face value. But have we consulted God? Have we gone before him? Have we inquired with him about the status of these relationships that we're fighting for? The The current status is that? Is that, is that God's plan? Or does he want you to press? Because sometimes he may want you. But in this situation, literally go read it yourself. Genesis 21. He told Abraham, let them go. Let them go. And he showed up and was a better father than Abraham ever could. Why? Because he ever could be. Because he's a creator. That's why. He is God. So I want to challenge y'all today to one, heal from that parent that walked out on you. And two, embrace the reality of whatever your situation is as a parent. Embrace the reality and allow God to show up. Cry out to him. Ask him questions. Let him guide your steps for every relationship that your child has. 
So thank y'all for tuning in. Like I said, short and sweet. Go read Genesis 21 for yourself. And, you know, get your own revelation and maybe some stuff in there that pop out to you or that resonate with you more than it resonated with me. So definitely go read it. I only paraphrase bits and pieces. But in reality, in real life, we would we would call Abraham a bad parent. But he was literally obeying God by stepping out. And, you know, take that how you want it. But I'm just giving y'all what the words say. So bad parents of the Bible part one. We gonna come to a close. Like I said, short and sweet. And y'all come back next week for part two where we gonna hear about more bad parents in the Bible. Thank you for listening to the Parent Trap Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media at the Parent Trap Pod. Y'all have a good night.